This podcast is for entertainment purposes only and is not intended to constitute gambling advice. Views and opinions expressed are solely those of the commentators and do not reflect the views of Sirius XM or its affiliates, nor do those views or opinions guarantee or increase the likelihood of any outcome. If you choose to engage in any gambling activity, you do so at your own risk. Sirius XM Sports Bet Primetime. We are live. It is April 22nd, 2022. It's a big day for us, John. There we are. We had the intro today, the little disclaimer at the beginning, because today is a new dawn for us, a new turning the page to a new chapter for us on this show. Been through a few iterations in our evolutionary path over the past eight to 10 months. It's been a fun ride. It's been a wild ride, John. But today is a new day because we have an important announcement to make. We are, as of today, we are officially uh, proud to announce that we are now part of Sirius XM Radio throughout the United States and Canada. So this is a big step forward into new, exciting territory for us. And uh, we're looking forward to some new partnerships and working with new people and continuing to grow our community here, of which uh, obviously you listeners as our audience are a, a critical part of that community. And that's what makes it fun for us. And uh, looking forward to stepping off into some new territory, as I said, but an exciting day for us. Uh, the episodes will are currently, all of our back episodes, the entire catalog. Is that what they call it, John? A catalog? That's what it is. That's what it is. Is now currently there available on the SiriusXM app, so you can find it there. You can uh, search the title of the podcast and you'll find us there in the sports category as well, but lots of exciting developments, John, and uh, it's been a fun road to this point, but we're really just getting started, aren't we, so to speak? Oh, Matt, I'm just so happy and so proud of us uh, that we, um, listen, we're, Sirius XM is a major worldwide brand, and we're part of that family now with all of our uh, all of our content, and um, it's, it's, you know, how many years have I had Sirius XM on my radio for the last, what, 10, 15 years, whatever mm-hmm. it's been, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm part of that. We're part of that family now, and uh, we're looking forward to um, a broader audience, it's it's something to be proud of, and um, and part of it is uh, is is the the podcast listeners that are interested in our content, and I and I think uh, you gave them a shout out already, but uh, it's confirming here that um, people are listening to us, and that's uh, that's a that's a nice feeling, and uh, looking forward to many more pods. Yeah, absolutely, and there's a great opportunity not only for us but for some of the partners that we've been speaking with as well. And uh, we don't want to announce anything or get ahead of ourselves there, but uh, we're excited about the prospects that lay ahead of us. And also, content-wise, we've been batting around some things for uh, the past number of months that we feel like we can go ahead and start to execute and uh, implement some of them. So that's going to be fun for us and hopefully for you as well. But anything else, John, on the big announcement today? We I think we teased it. Uh, enough and finally today we can actually go ahead and make the announcement because it's live and up and running and in color some of this stuff doesn't always move as quick quickly as you would like it to but the point is we're here now john and we're ready to roll so just uh, how what can what can listeners do matt what can how people can find us on sirius xm do they just go to uh search canadian sports bet prime time that kind of thing yeah, so Canadian Sports Bet Primetime uh, on Sirius XM, uh, or we may be Sirius XM Sports Bet Primetime. Uh, Primetime is another piece of uh, 
a, a subsequent step that we will be announcing in, in, in a future uh, episode, I'm sure, just as we've been trying to uh, not put the cart ahead of the horse uh, with the move to SiriusXM. We uh, also want to be a little judicious in uh, how we roll that piece of it out. But other things that we, we don't want to give away all our creative uh, future here, do we, John? No, not yet. Uh, listen, we're going to continue. I keep, I got to stop saying listen, by the way. Somebody's <laughs> listening, all right? Um, yeah. But, uh, you know, we have our quirks, Matt. And you may know I have a few of them, but uh, yes, so so no, no, we're just being silly. But you know, we're 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 happy. You know, like we're we're we're, we're this is we're going to continue to deliver this kind of reverence <laughs> to to the listeners. Irreverence, right? I think, is what you're <laughs> yeah, saying. I there, yeah, I yeah. suppose. Um, and uh, and and just have fun with it. And uh, and part of being part of the Sirius XM family means that um, again, there's more audience and uh, other people be hearing us and uh, and um, looking forward to keeping on keeping this going on and uh in the end somebody's gonna ask for a winner but uh but we're we're really producing um uh, we feel like we're, we're we're doing some nice work here and uh, we're glad that other people are noticing that too they sure are and uh we we wanted the, our most recent episode of course we got into a, a deep discussion about the imminent at the time arrival of the philadelphia 76ers in here to the Scotiabank Arena to take on the Raptors, one of the more emotional games that we've seen in some time. Uh, I, w- I think it's fair to say we don't need to break it. It was painful for all of us Canadian basketball fans and uh, Raptor fans wherever. Um, do we really want to get into the details? I mean, I, as you know, John, we were talking about this before the show started. My tendency when there's a particularly painful loss for me as a fan the ensuing 24 hours i stay away from any sports news because i don't want to relive the pain so i don't listen to the radio sports radio i don't watch the highlights i just try to get some perspective on life and put things in context because the loss is just too painful and i don't want to revisit it but we just briefly we throughout the year john have been talking about what appeared to be some real flaws in the roster construction of the raptors and you love Masai and got to respect nick and what he achieved even though he was handed a championship team but uh, <laughs> by Dwayne Casey. But we do like him, and he does do a good job, and he seems like he's organized and is able to communicate and drop and affect the play during a timeout and come up with crazy defenses and all those things. And there seems to be a buy-in and uh, a pretty good connection, at least with Fred, who's effectively the leader of the team, less so with Pascal. But back to the roster construction, at the end of the day, am I exaggerating, John, when I say there's effectively no playable bench pieces other other than like maybe six, seven deep? Maybe seven. Am I exaggerating when I say we really have one point guard and we have two guards that are playable based on what the organization is doing to this point? So you've got a a glaring lack of bench depth. You've got a glaring lack of a second point guard that they believe is viable. And you've got a glaring lack of a big, a traditional five, which you need when you're playing against someone like Joel Embiid. You can't just double team him every time with a couple of wing guys, which is effectively what we're doing. And Pascal has got to weigh 75 pounds less, right? And so that's not the option. I, I get it. Interchangeable defenders who can guard multiple positions and are switchable and don't get caught in bad switches because they have versatility and, and they can play both ends of the floor effectively at multiple positions. I get all that. But sometimes you need a big dude who can get in there in the block and move his feet, but also can bang a little bit and not just get run over and pushed around by Joel Embiid. So those are three easily identifiable flaws in the construction of the roster of the Raptors. And we also talked about why is Fred leading the league in minutes? And mm. anybody who knows anything about basketball could see that he looked quite run down the other night. What was he, four for 23 or something? And mm. and that's been the case for the past 
couple couple of weeks. He's a dramatically less productive offensively player than he was for the balance or for the majority of the year. So of course think he's fatigued or injured or both, right? So the Raptors have four of the top five players in the NBA in minutes played. And the only reason that OG's not in there is because he didn't meet the minimum number of games played because he was injured. So, you know, when, when you're first in the league in minutes played for your starters, you know, the upside is, as uh, Stan Van Gundy was saying this morning in an interview I heard, Raptors have arguably the best condition lineup in the in the league because of those guys. But their bench is so short, so you, unfortunately we've got five, six guys that are in that level of conditioning that could play at that level of intensity and defend and be aggressive and run and get into transition quickly and and have the bounce to dominate on offensive boards and so on, which are all of the hallmarks of the Raptors franchise at this point. But uh, as I said, there's a downside to all of that as well. And when you get into certain bad matchups like this one with the Sixers because of the presence of Embiid, then the weaknesses or the shortcomings are really exposed, are they not, John? I don't know where to start now, Matt. It's like you've laid it all out and, 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 and nicely you put it in a way that we're not recapping the game here. We're, we're looking forward now. You know, we could do that, but we both get so pissed off that we, we don't want to do it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Ticked maybe, off, sorry. maybe, and we, we can we can go there, but this is not meant to be this this um, um, you know this this funeral, you know, if you will. That that may come tomorrow night, of course, but uh, mm-hmm. but you're already looking at this um, at this team as how it can be reconstructed. Like we laughed about it. Uh, you know, how about getting uh, you know Marcus All back in here? <laughs> you know, Ugh. like there's the, there's the, there's the guy. I, I, I'm joking, of course, and he's you know 45 years old or whatever. I'd but be he's, in. I, I would do. I'd be yeah. in. It's a bench piece, whatever. Throw him in there, bang around with B. Anyway, go ahead. And 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 I thought, geez, the way Precious was playing, it was just oh my god, maybe maybe this team is gonna be okay, you know, kind of thing. But the 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 the, the narrow loss and we can go over it oh, there's lots of reasons why they lost okay but literally a three-point shot from a seven-foot guy uh, at the buzzer is is the don't, reason why they're not in don't there do, don't do it don't, oh, don't. okay no stop <laughs> so so ultimately ultimately like okay so what are we doing going forward then then um is 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 nick nurse thibodeau right Thibodeau has been one of those guys one of those coaches that has long overplayed his players and they have always been this um, um, empty team in the playoffs right that's 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 concerning you you've you've been harsher on nurse than I have Matt this year I've noticed but he is playing his starters way too much it you didn't have to be a, a seasoned observer of this team to know that so is he going to play these guys 42 minutes a game next year? Or is he going to be at the La- with the Lakers, by the way? Or yeah. is he going to sort of trying to develop, uh, you know, Precious and Kem to be those uh, key pieces? Um, and, and, and Thad Young, who, who, was, who was acceptable as a, as a bench piece, is, is not the answer. So um, I, I am agreeing with you. I, I think the most important point is the, is the minutes point. I really do think that they are empty. There's no more Fred's no good anymore uh, at this point in the season. And Spicy P was it wasn't great the other day, uh, short of saying he was terrible. But he's he wasn't great, <laughs> which is an um, option. Yes. And my and my last point is is sort of sort of meant to be on a positive is that if Scotty was there, that could have helped. But Precious really emerged. 
He was really good the other day. To me, he was the best, easily the best player on the floor. Maybe mm-hmm. OG, mm-hmm. but those guys were the, the the two best players on the floor. And if he emerges and plays like that uh, regularly, then there's another piece uh, piece going forward. Absolutely, and you feel better about the Kyle Lowry deal, right? Getting him mm-hmm. back, and uh, and and yes, he 22 years old. We talked about it, and you've got uh, Gary Trent Jr. is 23. He was sick. And you've got OG's 24, and he's uh, been the leading scorer in the series. So you feel good about those pieces going forward, along with, of course. Scotty Barnes, who was also missing. So sick, Gary Trent Jr., absent Scotty Barnes, supposedly back for game four maybe, but I don't know why, but mm-hmm. we'll see. Yeah. Um, and then they came, even with those guys effectively missing for most of the series, they came within a goaltending call of winning this game yep. or the missed free throws by Precious at the end or the missed free throw by OG at the end and whatever. You know, We talked about the, uh, we tweeted out the J.J. Redick breakdown on his podcast of the blown coverage by Gary Trent Jr. when they were supposed to be switching on Embiid and you say you sort of look at it and like why did they get the ball to him so easily A and why was he open for a shot B so before you even talk about which I agree wholeheartedly like really a seven sitter swish, seven footer swished a three pointer to, to win the game but even before that why was he open to receive it so easily and why was he why could he just turn and shoot it without a hand in his face how the heck did that happen? Like we, you know, how did you blow such a simple? Like obviously, have some someone draped all over him. What are you doing? Like, let's just anyway. So the plan was to switch everybody, and and someone missed the memo. Gary Trent Jr., who we like, but it, uh, yeah. So we, we all of those things that had to go wrong. There's a handful right there, um, and they even without those guys present, they still almost won that the series. Would have been two one. Then they're you know still at home, maybe two two, and maybe there's a different result to the series generally. But the reality is, the winner of the series is probably facing the Miami Heat. What would be the? It would be a Herculean effort to get past the Miami Heat for even for the Sixers going forward, uh, or the Raptors in any case. So, you and I watched the game at the end of the game. And I think I made the comment like, "Oh well, probably putting us out of our misery to some degree, right?" Because what's the likelihood? We both know anything can happen, but is it really a, a realistic chance that they're going to get past the Brooklyns and the Miamis and the Bucks? with this team with that, all the limitations in terms of depth and bench that we just talked about and the lack of a true five. Right. Yeah. So it's probably just delaying the inevitable if they did prolong it, right? Not to be negative, but that's the reality, isn't it? No, no, that's absolutely, this is not, this is not a championship team. There was, there wasn't, there wasn't any chance. They were going to lose to those teams too, Matt, but you would have liked it to go on one more series. You know, this team, I think the Sixers team, I, I would have liked to seen them. What would have been like in game five at two, two, the pressure would have been on the Sixers at that point, right? Maybe a better ref. Who knows? Right? Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Back in Philly. So, I mean, I mean, pivoting a little bit to just just to my point on Game Four. I have one point on Game Four, Matt, and and this is a very common sports betting sort of reference: is that what what is going to happen in Game Four when teams are down three three zero, and and the Raptors are an underdog, and I mean, to me, that's that's the side I would be on. Right, I would be on the I would be on the Raptors because there there's a very sort of famous is the wrong term, but very common, not uncommon narrative in 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 in, in basketball where they call it the gentleman's sweep, which offers offers those teams, and they're usually meant for teams that are oh poor sister, oh okay, we'll just give you a little win here, and then we'll just crush you at home <laughs> when, when it's going to happen in front of right. our home fans we'll right do it Some, there, yeah. something like that right but and the raptors are much better than that and they're not seen to be those poor sisters quite obviously but i i think i, th- I think i think i think the sixers were very pleased with their win the other day i think they emptied emptied the uh emptied the clip 
Um, and and I think the Raptors are going to win, and then I think the Sixers are going to win by thirty on uh, what would that be Monday night? I guess Tuesday night, whatever it is, early in the week next week. Um, hmm. So I, I that's that's how I view it. I I don't th- I don't think the the, the Raptors are going to sort of go up and down the floor. And Philly is not going to be as focused, etc. And then when they get back home to Game Five, they'll um, they'll exert their 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 home court advantage with the uh, with the with the favorable refs and uh, and end up winning in the series in five. So um, yeah, that's how I view it, anyways. So you're going to take the Raptors, Raptors plus, three? plus three? Yeah, I am. I am. Okay. I think they're you can you can you sprinkle some money line on there too. I just think they have a lot of the Raptors have a lot of pride, and I think the uh, the Sixers Sixers are gonna. I think they just look like they might be take gonna take a night off, you know, um, and um, and I think I think the Raptors have a lot of pride and nurses, you know, and, and Nurse has always been this when you're down 15 with nine minutes to go, you know, he still presses to try and win. He doesn't. He doesn't throw in the towel and get in the uh, get ready for next game, and so I, I just that's that's the side I'd be on. I plus one thirty in the money line. I think the Raptors are going to win. Talking on Friday, it's tomorrow, right? So the game's on Saturday. So uh, it's an afternoon game too. Um, so yeah, two I, o'clock. I, yeah. So I, I, that's 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 my view, Matt. If we're okay. talking cutting the sports betting chase here, you know, I, yeah. I like the Raptors tomorrow, and I th- that's the reason why, and I th- and I think it's valid. Yeah, I'm with you, and uh, I hear what you're saying about just the mentality is a big piece of this one, and how uh, how much do, how badly do they want it type thing uh, for the Sixers, or where they prefer to have the coronation on their home court and uh, winning their first playoff series in some time and in front of their home crowd, and it's an exciting opportunity. And yeah, maybe with Scotty back in there, and uh, we'll see, or or they might just uh, may, might not have the right mindset. But let's keep going on betting NBA wise, John. We wanted to look at how the lines have moved for the NBA title, so. Some changes there, some big injuries, obviously. Uh, Devin Booker being maybe the uh, the biggest one, and then Middleton for the Bucks is out for, I, I think I saw a minimum of three weeks or something, mm-hmm. and uh, Book's going to be out for a while. So things are moving a little bit. You see the Warriors still the favorite there. I'm looking at bet 365. I see the Warriors at plus 280, followed by the Suns at plus 500, and the Celtics also at plus 500. The Heat just behind, then the Bucks and the Sixers still sitting right there, John. So... The uh, Raptors all the way back at uh, two fifty to one, right at plus twenty five thousand. So uh, almost the longest of shots there, at, along with the Nuggets, who are now down three zero. So uh, what do you, what do you think, John? And uh, who do you like? Are you feeling good about the Warriors? Are looking strong, Jordan Poole, and uh, all the guys are healthy again, except for Wiseman, I suppose. But uh, or do you like the upstart Celtics or? How about those powerful heat? What do you think? Mm-hmm. You know, I I like the Warriors, Matt, and I and I, I mean I hate to talk like oh I'm just eating chalk here i'm not yeah. I'm, I'm i i i i would prefer booker playing you know i would prefer middleton playing because the warriors won't be this short price i think they've been the best team they 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 rank out as my best team in terms of the best roster in of all the playoff teams that are left but it's 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 unplayable at, at plus two eighty or three to one range to me so um but i think they're the best team and they're and they're and 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 they took uh, Joker's best punch, right? I know, I get that he doesn't have much uh, bent strength around him, but um, I think they're still the best. And if if Jordan Poole is emerging, and 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 I, I frankly don't didn't sort of see that as much as people are talking about how good he was in the second half of the season. I, you see, he's a pretty good player. <laughs> 
know, just and it's we're not talking about Clay Thompson and Draymond Green and 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 Steph and and the Warriors of 2015, right? So um, mm. I, I just like them. It's it's no bet for me. Um, I think I think the team, if you're looking for the crazy long shot, is Utah. You know, I'm still bullish on Utah. I know you are, Matt. You were uh, you bullish on Utah at the beginning of the season. I, I'll take them at at a fifty to one. Do they have to win three games, three more games against probably a a, a Mavs team that has Luca playing? But I, I just see um, I just see some elements that uh, that if you're talking, will will a team like this win once in fifty times? Yeah, I think so. And uh, so my two plays, my my two my two uh, opinions would be the Warriors. Wish they weren't plus two eighty. I think they're the best team. But if you're looking for a crazy long shot, I like the Jazz at fifty to one. All right, my my crazy long shot would be the Pelicans, uh, given the injury to Booker. Uh, the, the series is at one one, and of course the other wild card, Zion Williamson. Oh my is God, it? if he comes back, wow, <laughs> could get very interesting if he somehow. Brings his uh, oversized butt back off the <laughs> IL and uh, emerges for that team and and takes advantage. I it, I think it could happen. I think it's possible it could happen. Of course, the other big return from injury. So I like the Pelicans for the uh, upstart upset win potentially against the Suns. You see the Pelicans at plus eight thousand. The other one is the return, the looming return of Ben Simmons for the Nets, John. But not for game three, but for game four. But if they could get game three and then get a little jolt of energy, at least on the defensive side. From Ben Simmons, any chance, John, the Nets rallying against the Celtics? I, I mean, let me make one point about your your uh, Pelicans bet, Matt. Mm-hmm. Is that man? If they stay healthy, like mm-hmm. ultimately, if Bi and Valanciunas stay healthy, like what's wrong with that team again? You know, did I see how? Maybe I just watched too many games of theirs, or or or, or observed too many games of theirs that that. Bi or and, and Valanciunas didn't play, and they they were to me they were very vanilla to me. They weren't much, but those guys are key key um, forwards um, on that team, and and can I think they'll be able to compete with anybody. I really do. So that's a nice play. Eighty to one makes a lot of sense. They started the season at something like two and fourteen, and since then they have one of the strongest records in the league. Of course, the addition of CJ McCollum really pushed them into a new level. But yes, the the looming potential return of uh, Zion could really be exciting and a jolt of energy and uh, mm-hmm. anything else on the NBA but we got to keep going going John but anything else on the NBA title odds you want to touch on I, th- I no I don't I don't just not, not really Matt except for the Ben Simmons return I don't I don't think he's going to probably play 12 minutes and uh, I think he'll <laughs> I, I just I mean I just I, I saw an off form of Kevin Durant the other day in an off form Kyrie Irving with his banana, you know, like um, he, he, you know, like, I mean, I, <laughs> just, I, you just, can I just interject? Yeah. <laughs> so he has, he was he hyperglycemic or something or no, he's observant uh, Ramadan. of Ramadan. So he hadn't eaten and then he went and got a snack once the sun went down and he came back to the bench, a banana and a sandwich or something and started eating it. But anyway, back to you, John. I, I just, I mean, I, I mean, I, I, he, those guys weren't very good and it's hard for me to look past the fact that they weren't very good against a, a, a legitimately good Boston defense. I thought, um, and, and, and a, like, is, is that doesn't make, does that make Katie an over 10 t- kind of player? No, of course not. But he's they're They're defending well. And I, I don't think they have enough pieces. And, uh, no, I respect Kyrie for what he did. You know, like that's he's he's got principles and he's doing that. But it, when you need him to score a couple of points and he's he's not uh, what um, nourished enough, I don't know what the term is. Um, yeah. Then then maybe maybe it's just it's just it's not as good for for that team to sort of move on. That's all. 
Yeah, and John, you know my crazy conspiracy theory. I uh, don't want to get sued or anything, but uh, speaking of lawsuits, I think Ben Simmons was not injured all year. And he, uh, remember he said, I have mental health issues initially when he was sitting sitting out in Philly. He wanted to be traded because he didn't like to, uh, didn't like the relationship with the team and the organization or the way they treated him and Doc's comments after he wouldn't shoot in the playoffs last year and so on and so on and so on. And he didn't want to play in Philadelphia anymore. And he just sat out until he was traded. And uh, he, and now he's, as we know, he's filed a grievance formally through the Players Union to recover his 21, 22 full salary that, for the games that he didn't play. And so... You could see how it would compromise his prospects for winning that lawsuit if he were to be miraculously healthy and slam doing three sixty slam dunks uh, the next day, right? It's not going to look good. So I, I question whether he was injured at all this year, uh, and or whether he just wanted to leave Philly. He was got some advice from his agent or whoever else, and just said, uh, you know, make sure there's a sufficient window of time in between you being traded out of Philly and you being back in the court firing on all cylinders because that might hamper our ability to recover your salary for the season. And I think it's as simple as that. And then I thought they just left a little time in between. It's been three games now. I'm, I'm healthy now. I can play in the playoffs for Brooklyn. And I think it's possible. It's not a stretch to say. Uh, it doesn't take a very brave person to say. I think it's possible that could have an impact on that series. So if they can get the one tonight, get him back in there, and he can contribute as he can, as we've talked about, former uh, All-NBA defender and should have some uh, meaningful impact on the series. Any thoughts on that, John? I do. And uh, one brief one, Matt, is saying if, he, if the Nets lose tonight, lose game three, my prediction, he doesn't play game four. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You, you know, shouldn't. Like, I wouldn't. It, right. Right. Just, just, I, would, like, I would advise him not to. Yeah, yeah. Let's say the Nets blow out the Celtics. Yeah. Okay. Maybe they're, they've got a puncher's chance now. Now this is a good team and they could use those minutes, quote, minutes from, from Ben Simmons to defend what whomever he has to defend. And, 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 and away you go. Like, I take it a step further that the, you know, you're, you, you're right. You know what? Like there, he's, he's doing exactly that. Already, that's what he's doing. Yeah. He's waiting. Why, to see, why like, announce announce after game three that you're right, going to play game four? Right, yeah. and because if you if you lose, then I don't want to do it. And if you're if we're in the series, I'll come back. If we're not, then screw it. I'm I'm not going to risk run that risk. So interesting, uh, yeah. And who knows? We're just speculating, right, John? But uh, and if that, he doesn't play, Matt, my, my my last point: if he doesn't play game four, empty the clip on uh, on the Celtics, and uh, it'll be a sweep. Mm-hmm. No gentleman sweep here. The you know the Sixers, you know Sixers did everything they could to, um, um, you know to to win Game Three. Um, they don't care what Game Four. They're going to win Game Five anyways. Here they're just going to put the Nets out of their misery if they lose tonight. <laughs> That's my view. Yeah, I'm telling you, this is uh, going to be the watershed year for super teams. Be you get all these big free agent acquisitions. A, you allocate too much of your salary uh, cap limitation, whatever it's called. CBT and uh, in baseball, but you know the amount that you can allocate towards compensation, it's too focused on uh, just one or two or three players, and then you can't build out the depth of your team. Otherwise, that's one part. But the bigger one is, guess what? When you're getting older, free agents they're more injury prone, and that it's bearing out, and it's happening time after time where people spend a fortune on these guys, bring them in, and then they play ten games over the season or whatever. So, so those I think we're going to see fewer of those super teams going forward. Uh, but uh, okay, let's keep going. Also, last night the uh, Leafs lost eight one. John, we don't want to end on a down note, but uh, probably worth mentioning. What do we got? Four games left in the season. We all have our hopes very high for the Leafs this year. Understandably, they've had a great year. 
but unfortunately looming is the Tampa Bay Lightning who destroyed them 8-1 to one last night. I mean, I know Shalgren was playing, but what the heck was that all about, John? Well, I mean, there's, there's. I mean, you could take both, both, uh, both sides on this one, and I'll, I'll explain in a moment. In the next breath, we're going to talk about how great the Leafs were last night, <laughs> <laughs> and that was, uh, that was, that was kind of as bad as it seemed. Um, I, I, I mean, I'm trying to be silly, like you know, remember four of those goals were on the power play, but the zero Leafs, zero at the end of the first, right? Yeah. 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 And 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 it's it's yeah I mean it's not on Shelgren the the only the only the only thing that worries me is that is this and I'll be again I'll be brief the Leafs beat the Islanders the other day and then they beat the Flyers the other day and then they faced Tampa they were none of those games were actually very good for the Leafs those two wins they weren't very good they gave up a lot of expected goals against and it manifested itself in last night's game I felt. I'm I'm a tad worried defensively now. Like I I was so so happy with them even during that rough stretch because at least the expected goals were down. The the defending was there. But then what happened in these last couple of games that they're giving up almost they gave up only three almost three goals against expected goals against. And uh and 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 and, and, and then last night was just as bad. The offense was kind of there. I think uh, I think they actually generated some scoring chances, but uh, I'm a little worried. I'd like to see a little bit better defending in the last sort of couple of three, four games before they go into the playoffs, and uh, that should have them right. But uh, nothing. There's nothing. Nothing redeeming in that in that in that game yesterday. There's no. There's no bet perspective on any of this Matt it's just sort of saying we talk about how how uh, how great they might be for the for the for the Stanley Cup but they're 10 to 1 or whatever and that's still intact but let's see what they're going to do with their defending in the last week Sheldon Keefe making the comment that saying that the Lightning clearly wanted the game much more than we did right. uh, referring to the Leafs also the absence of uh, Austin Matthews mm-hmm. interesting to note I saw someone writing that the leading scorer in the NHL since January 1st Mitch Marner, John, he's ahead of Johnny Gaudreau and also uh, Austin Matthews and everyone else. So the number one scorer in the sport since January 1st. Need to see him evolving as a player. And uh, okay, so we're still feeling confident about the playoffs. Yeah. And we're still, uh, we're heading into it. Only another sort of week to go, right? Week and a half, maybe. That's it. That's it. It's uh, under the playoffs, and who they draw draw in first round, it'll be. Uh, I guess that's still to be determined. But uh, um, yeah, I think uh, I think they're still bullish. I'd like. To, let's see what happens over the next week to tighten it up, and they should just concentrate on winning a one nothing game to make sure they got their game plan in place for the playoffs and uh, and uh, get Austin Matthews. Let him stay out until the playoffs. It's okay. He mm. doesn't have to play. And uh, give short shift to everybody. Not like. Not like our uh, our head basketball coach in this town, you know. Let these guys just just play a few minutes and uh, and and skate around the ice and, uh, and 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 show a little at least a little defensive effort. Yeah, we need the positive energy around here. But uh, okay, brother, we covered it a lot. Uh, we got to get going. But uh, we want to remind everyone in this space what that we are doing this to help you optimize your value for your entertainment dollar. It's about entertainment, so bet responsibly. Have fun when you're doing it, and uh, we will see you. Have a great weekend, everyone. Thanks for the discussion, John. We're out for now. Peace, brother. Thanks, Matt.